I remember a time where gamers were seen as the ultimate anti-social nerds. You know, spending their times in a dark room all the time, imagining you're a wizard casting a blaze spell level 3, you know. And all these gamers, right, they seem to prefer pixels versus push-ups, you know. The skinny guy who has pale skin, you know, a white sheet of paper that didn't start dating girls till they were about 30 <laughs> years old. Uh, those those were the gamers, uh, you know. But, but, but guess what? Those days are far behind us. Because if you look at it now, right, gamers are now regarded as rock stars. Mm-hmm. You look at the guys in the world of PUBG, right? You look at the guys who are playing Dota, making millions of ringgit, right? <laughs> gamers have crushed these stereotypes and they are rock stars now. They are the new superstars, right? And guess what? Today, I am fortunate enough to have <laughs> one of those superstars with us. You've got Yana on the show. So what's up, Yana? How's it going? Everything's going good. All right. So, guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Find The Real Podcast, where I believe everyone has a story. doesn't matter what you do for a living, what your background is. I believe everyone has a story. And my job is to find those interesting stories for your entertainment pleasure, as well as hopefully for you to get inspired lah, and mm. do better <laughs> with your life. So, we've got Yana today, who... Uh, goes by absolute yana, yana right okay. uh, she is a streamer on twitch uh, mm-hmm. focusing on animal crossing genshin and genshin right and also digital illustrations uh, digital illustrations as well mm. and she's also an owner of her own business uh, you do stationery Yes. Under the Absolute Yana brand. Yes, correct. And we'll be talking about that today. Lah. Yes. I will talk a little bit about your background, how you got into streaming, and we'll mm. talk about your stationary business. All right, so Yana, why That's don't good. you tell us a little bit about mm. how you grew up, your background? How I grew up? So I spent, I would say I spent 18 years staying with my grandma in PJ. Oh, PJ so, girl. Yeah, What's up? PJ, PJ represent. <laughs> Fully... I'm a full Selangorian. Is that is that a word? Uh, <laughs> is that I, a term? I, I would accept lah, <laughs> Selangorian. Boleh, boleh, boleh. Uh, through and through, got no kampung anywhere besides PJ. Which part of PJ did you grow up in? Uh, SS3. Oh, SS3. I was yeah. SS1, your neighbours, girl. Are you sure? I feel like SS1, SS3, SS2 is all like very, very far apart. Like none of the numbers are next to each other. <laughs> yes, it's true. For some reason. It's five all over and the place. Six, no, five and seven is the closest and six is like God knows where. Yes. You will only understand <laughs> this if you're a PJ person. Exactly. <laughs> I just only spent like, I think two weeks ago, my mom asked me, actually, where is SS8? I'm like, mommy, it's hard to explain because this is number five, this is number seven. I don't know where six and eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I remember correctly, somehow or rather, you ended up in something to do with creative arts. And mm-hmm. I think you studied in Lim Kok Wing, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that journey and how you got into the creative arts. Uh, so if I were to rewind back, how mm. did I decided to go f- to arts being a pure science girl? Mm. <laughs> uh, it's just that there's one memory really clicks in back when I was young. Uh, it was my aunt's birthday and then I got for her, I made for her actually, a box with some stickers just to say happy birthday. But because I used, you know those transparent uh, wrapping papers but they have like flowers on it. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. kind of pattern. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. So when you yes, wrap yes. a box, an uh, empty box mm. with it, it creates the shadow. So it creates extra dimension to your artwork. Mm. And... When I created and gifted that, everybody was like throwing praises like, oh my god, yeah, no, 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 no. So I was like, at that point of time, I was like, I think that art is definitely my thing because my dad was mm. a, uh, he was a really good uh, sketcher. Oh, okay, uh, okay. He could draw really well. And then my mm. mom, she's a very good painter, watercoloring. Oh, so there's a little bit of art in your family already. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we were always encouraged like, to be more like, I Artsy. think you were encouraged to be an all-rounder, like ah. sportsy, 
being good in education and also in arts. So, so yeah. I mean, I mean, to the parents out there, I think I think that's amazing because mm-hmm. sometimes we tend to focus so much on the academic aspect mm. of school of life when there's so much more into it, right? Sports, arts, you mm. know, apparently things that some people deem not necessary, but actually yeah. it's very important for your personal well-being, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, I think it. I think those are the one that helps to build your personality mm. and your and how you engage with other people because people who lack the artistic side and mm. lack the sports side in them like the active side in mm. them they tend to be very shut in ah so as you can see uh, i got sports i got arts i'm not so <laughs> shut in like you know sometimes people tell me to shut up <laughs> that's the difference so all right so so here you are you mm. know you got into the whole art thing uh, mm. after wrapping that present for your auntie mm. you know getting good feedback from your family mm. so you decided to pursue arts mm. so what did you study in Limcoing In Limcoing I studied industrial design but Apa, eh? Apa industrial design is like basically easiest way to put it is like you can work at IKEA you can design <laughs> IKEA stuff <laughs> oh. you can work under I don't know, I'm just throwing brands here, like any car brands. Like you can work to develop designs for them. Uh, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Industrial design. Yeah, okay. so okay. that was like, that was uh, the initial thing that we all signed up into. But <laughs> I think over the years, they kind of like, um, I think they're trying to specify what are the courses. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. instead of industrial design where you can compromise, you can do cars, you can do uh product making you mm. can do furniture making they kind of turned it into product making solely okay so, like manufacturing uh anything that falls under product making so okay, the okay. manufacturing part mm, the designing mm. got part it, got it yeah got it. So, but I feel like when you put it as industrial, it becomes like a a huge hub. I uh, got it, got it. Yeah. So but then when you say, ah, uh, mm. when you say product design, it's like just you can only like pick and choose what products you want. One of the other things I remember was mm. you actually did some modeling work. Mm. Uh, you were doing a few motor shows, yeah. and you're doing cosplays as well. If I'm, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, correct. Uh, so could you tell me a it little bit about that? It's all within that timeline. Ah. That, that those were the branching out uh, moments. Okay, okay. So I would have to backtrack to diploma actually, okay. because in diploma, when I was staying with my housemate, my housemate is the one that got me into cosplaying. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they were all the the cosplayers lah. Mm. They had like every every year. Mm. I would say there's always this intense moment during September and August, September and October that everybody be grinding and making their stuff and whatnot. And I, because I love product making, I like crafting. Uh, so that's how I fell into. Cosplay. So you helped design the costumes. Uh, we had to make the costumes because the costumes uh, we are already yes. following the design already. Mm. So we had to like find cheap ways to make it look good. Okay, Basically, so, so tell us. I mean, to, to those who don't know, right? Tell us a little mm. bit about what is cosplay and how's the cosplay industry in Malaysia. I think after the two years of uh, COVID, right, everybody's mm. hungry for it. Okay, that's why okay. this year, I mm. think this year alone, there's like so m- almost every month there's a cosplay convention somewhere, mm. whether mm. small or big. There's always somewhere something going on somewhere. Okay, so so with cosplay, mm. right? Like again, uh, for me, mm. my understanding of cosplay is dressing up like any fantasy character it doesn't matter mm, if mm, it's mm. an anime it doesn't matter correct. if it's uh, the MCU uh, the Marvel correct, Universe correct. it doesn't matter if you're a Star Trekky or whatever <laughs> yes. as long as you dress up as a fantasy character that's mm. cosplay right? yes correct it's not even like uh, fantasy alone like let's say let's say if you love Kim Kardashian and you want to cosplay as Kim Kardashian you can got it got yeah. it got it got so it, got as it. Long, the idea of cosplaying is to basically embody the role of the person that you feel like as an idol okay uh, as an idol you admire yes okay, so you it. want to like play pretend for that a few hours okay. of being them alright so you, you started by making these costumes yeah and I, then how did you ended up putting the costume on yourself uh, I liked how it looked like and then <laughs> when I tried a few weeks and then I was like just like hmm, maybe I should try this because actually it started off as uh, well, while I was helping my friend to work on uh, that cosplay team project mm-hmm. they were lacking a few more people so she actually asked me like Lana do you want to cosplay as Luna Moonfang also not from League of Legends I believe I believe lah I believe lah <laughs> Luna Moonfang yes. I tell you confirm <laughs> so I was like okay lah like no harm because I like to craft anyways and it mm. was like we are just 
students by then not working not earning anything stuff like why not right and then find ways to splurge money more <laughs> that, that that those are one of the ways lah <laughs> cuz playing it does take out quite a huge amount of oh it uh, does yeah it does because even if you're trying to craft things like with the most cheapo kind of materials, materials mm. you still need to buy those materials you still Got need it. to get a- and i'm materials. assuming there's trial and error as well yeah a lot of trial and error because if let's say if let's say you are 80% done with something mm. you screw up something your cat jumps over your dog jumps over bites it or anything mm. you have to restart the whole thing so this again. sounds like it's happened before ah uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> multiple times <laughs> so so when we talk about cosplaying right mm. um, what's your favorite character that a you've cosplayed mm. and b that you've seen being cosplayed before what's your favorite or best you know the best one oh that's so hard Because this old fart here, even though I'm not as old as Amel, but still, but still, uh, not a decade behind, uh, but still, uh, I would say my recent favorite one was I saw someone cosplay Layla, Layla from Genshin Impact. She's a new character, okay, okay. and she has this very Arabic vibe to her, mm-hmm. and she looks so dazzling. So when I saw the cosplay, actually pulled off, it literally looks like she walked out of the game. <laughs> so I was like. Damn, I want you. <laughs> oh, that's it has, that's it has, awesome. That's it awesome. It has that kind of vibe. In terms of, for me personally, I think the one that I have to go with the one that has the most impact hmm. was Ada Wong. I don't even come for me. I did not play the game. I did not watch anything. If at all, I only watched like a few movies that came out in the cinemas. But hmm. Resident Evil, Ada Wong. Really helped to push my image because apparently uh, when I had that short hair and her whole uh, red chongsam dress kind of thing, okay, got it, got it. It got really it. like a lot of people like a fan club, an mm. Ada Wong fan club, mm. actually noticed me on Instagram. Like a global Ada yeah, fan club. Yeah, oh, a nice, global dude, one, nice. and then they like started sharing my pictures. Are like oh, the recognition. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, say. Yeah. I wouldn't have a favorite favorite, but the one that's most memorable was definitely Ida Wong's cosplay. Got it. So mm. we we spoke about the whole cosplay thing, how mm. you got into it. Mm. Then how about the modeling and moto show bit? Ha, this one going to blow your mind. Ah. Because I actually went for an I was freelancing at that time. Okay. So I was as so, in doing events and stuff. Yeah, doing events and stuff. Mm. So for that particular event, it was a New Year's Eve event. I was mm. supposed to go as a flyer girl. I went there as a flyer girl. <laughs> I went there. Uh, but then uh, the team that was organizing it, mm. apparently I think one of the girls pulled out last minute, so mm. they were short on numbers. Mm. So instead of scouting around, they asked me whether I want to join, and I was like, mm. uh, "What do I have to do?" And then it's mm. like, "Oh, you just have to wear." Uh, they gave me a tank top, a white tank top, and a short pants. I was mm. yeah, a tank top and a short pants. I was mm. like, "Okay lah." So I just put it on, mm. and I was not thinking anything because I know for the. For the fact that I'm just like a replacement to for the numbers, uh-huh, uh-huh. but then when I had to do the whole like you know catwalk kind of thing, somehow or other I ended up winning the title for that night. The What? motorsport <laughs> grand title. You 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 <laughs> were you were the caliphate. Uh-huh. You were the extra that they found on the side of the road. Yes. And they, hey, just to make up the numbers you joined. <laughs> And then you won this competition. So, so what was it? It, it, it was like a modeling competition. Yeah, it, it was actually like uh, I think like different car organizations, like the car groups. Got it. Got it. Like got different it, got it. car groups, they tend to hold like this kind of uh, motorsport, motor queen sport um, mm-hmm. uh, events every now and it. then. So they always try to find someone that can be the face for the whole year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the competition about. So then you became the face of a brand. Yeah. <laughs> what what brand is that? Uh the face of the brand that I ended up with was Oh, don't kill me. Uh Tom Stickers. Oh, your Tom Stickers is huge, dude. Yeah. Tom, the, I mean, if you're a car enthusiast, you want to you know, wrap your car or whatever, you know Tom Stickers, yes. right? Oh, so you were the face for Tom Stickers for for one and a half years, I believe. Okay, okay. I wouldn't okay. say like an official ambassador, but I was definitely one of the. Ambassadors, oh, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Got Not it, got the it. official one. Okay. That would be probably be a different level, but you know. <laughs> any any interesting stories while you were doing this uh, uh, moto show modeling and things like that? Anything oh, interesting? Oh, I appreciate people who actually model more 
once I started modeling mm. because mm. people always think it's like just pretty face, mm. nice body. Mm. I'm like, y'all have no idea how it frustrates a girl, especially mm. a woman, when she's stressed by her own daily stuff and then mm. pimples start popping up. But you have events, you're stressing, your body doesn't listen to you. You go for workouts and whatnot. <laughs> you can't eat what you want to eat because there's an event and it's so frustrating. There's so much of struggles, especially if you're not really blessed with like good uh, metabolism <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to like really keep up mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I would say I throughout that whole experience I definitely look up to models a lot more mm-hmm. because it looks easy but trying to contour your body into shapes that looks nice for the pictures <laughs> not nice for you you when you go and see your doctors <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but you know it's Is that whole? You have to. I have to have you to just pose for five minutes okay. with high heels. You will definitely immediately understand. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me to even <laughs> wear high heels, I don't think they make high heels size ten, lah. You know, they I, do. They do. Ah, uh, they do. Uh. Most of the girls are okay. I am actually below average model height. Okay. I'm one sixty cm. There okay. you go, Yana. Showing your weakness, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, uh, in the industry, like right, Malaysia, you, yeah, in Malaysia, you mm. have to be at least a minimum of one six five. Oh, okay. So okay. I had the blessing of visually, I look taller uh. because I have a short torso, but I have longer legs. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So okay. visually, everybody thought I was one six five, one six eight, one seventy. But when they saw me in real life, wow. You're this short. <laughs> so you yeah. managed to pull this ruse for yes. the past 10 years. Well done. Yes. So that's the secret, guys. Just make your legs longer. <laughs> okay. So 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 that so there you have it. You know, you 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 have you had a little bit of a cosplay uh, story over there. Then you started this whole modeling motor show career, being the face of Tom stickers. That's awesome, right? And, and what I like is the fact that yeah, I I mean. Better appreciation of what they do. Again, mm-hmm. everyone always thinks it's so simple, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've seen it as well. Like again, mm-hmm. when I watch, okay, not when I watch, uh, when my wife watches America's Next Top Model, and I happen to watch <laughs> beside her, and you're right, the way they move that pose, right? I mean, it's so difficult, and the pictures that come out in the end, like when I look at it as just a normal person who's not in the industry, mm. I'm like, wow, how is it that a talent or a model or a person mm. can actually help? Promote that brand or put that brand in focus because mm-hmm. I was I, again I, I can't remember which episode it was uh, they were promoting uh, Subaru uh, mm. Asia's Next Top Model mm. and the fact that they managed to promote the car like the focus is on the car mm. and not the model I, I mean as a as a brand marketer <laughs> that's what you want and mm-hmm. they can do that mm. and I think that's amazing it just adds on aesthetic yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. without yeah. taking the main the main focus of <laughs> so um, at that point in time what did you find I mean you already explained the, the mm. biggest challenge of being mm. a model right mm. you know going through that stress uh, the pimple popping out watching what <laughs> you but what were the fun things about being uh, a model the, what did you enjoy about it uh, the fun things was actually developing my personality because oh, okay. I'm not a full I'm not a full shut in but I have my own bubble that I like to live in la. uh, like the video yeah. gamer la, uh. you know in the room play. Mm. Uh, I like to be in my own bubble Mm. But when I had to like interact with people, because like majority of the time you meet really nice people and um, same mind like kind of people. Ah, okay, okay. But there are times when you have to maneuver yourself in between people who are quite difficult to deal with, ah. both physically and mentally. <laughs> so, so, so this this goes on to a question. Might be a little mm. sensitive, mm. right? Um, so whilst you're doing this modeling thing, right? Mm. Uh, you were wearing outfits that maybe could be a little revealing, yes, right? Correct. Uh, how again? How did you navigate? Both, uh, maybe family and friends' perceptions, mm-hmm. and also those people with their hands a little bit all over the place. Like, how how do you uh, manage those situations? For family, I would say is because my parents actually supported me to just try things out. They oh, that's never, awesome! Yeah, they never stopped me, but they always had kept me in line where. Mm. Just say mind of how you are addressing yourself. Mm. So mm. whatever mm. you do is okay, but mm. just mind yourself like what kind of image you're projecting. Mm. So, uh, being in that kind of family background, I've made sure to know how much I can expose without exposing unnecessarily. Got it. Like you you know where the line yeah, is. Yeah, I know where right? the line is. So mm. it's like like certain things. It just looks like a 
tube tank and mm. like maybe there's a few cuts here and there like yeah those are fine if I wear because I come from a mixed family mm. I I am Muslim but mm. I'm a Chindian through mm. and through a Chindian mm. so I think with the cuts and whatnot right it just looks like I'm wearing sari it's just <laughs> minus the dapota <laughs> part so it's just like that and then when it's very like um, skin hugging mm-hmm. or body hugging I would say it just feels like I'm wearing a chongsam but a much shorter version So that's where I put my line. The moment I feel like, oh, if I move a bit and it's going to pop, anything's going to pop out, <laughs> means that's not that's for me. That's the line. That's, that's the, the line. line. <laughs> right there. So if I feel, if I feel uncomfortable, Got even it. I've rejected a few outfits or so. Mm. So yeah, so that's how I maneuver myself in between this. In terms of the hands touchy-touchy one, <laughs> uh, I think because I, here's the thing, I, Everywhere that I go, mm. somehow or other, I'm always the punakuti. Do you know what's a punakuti? Small? Cat. Cat, okay, yeah. okay. Everywhere, people treat me like a small cat. For mm. some reason, one. So, I always, like, whenever I go somewhere, mm. when I meet people, when I'm always conversing with them, mm. somehow they become, like, my my uncles, my big ah, brothers. They're protector lah. Yeah, all my... Like, they always, like, they know how much... Of a line that I'm willing to cross and how much, okay, perfect. yeah, what kind of boundaries there is. Mm. So when they see other people trying their luck, they uh, will they, they will be there to step in to protect. Yeah, they okay, immediately create that barrier for me. So that's amazing. I mean, mm. you had good family support. They were supportive mm. of mm. Uh, you know what you're doing. Mm. You personally knew where the line was in terms mm. of how you dressed, and mm. you had people protecting you mm. along the journey with mm. all these handsy fellas, lah. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> So here's the thing. So you did the cosplay thing, you did mm. the modeling thing, mm. and then now let's talk a little bit about streaming and your business. We'll start mm. with the whole streaming bit. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into streaming and what are the things that you're streaming? You know. Okay. Um. So I actually got into streaming, uh, because of Animal Crossing, because I was playing Animal Crossing. But the thing is, in Facebook, there's a few community groups mm-hmm. where you like share what you have done on your island and stuff like mm. that. And there was two people that I uh, met in the group. They were very encouraging because they really loved how I designed the islands. Because like there's the basic island builders and there's like the one who takes it one more level up. So what level I, are you? Are you basic or the, the, the one, one level, level up one? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot go basic. <laughs> like the moment I knew that you can terraform your island, you can de- make your own designs into the island. I was all out going all out with it so mm. when I shared those pictures in the community two of them became my friends okay and then both of them completely separate people uh, they mm. don't even know each other they mm. both of them at the same time were encouraging me to Yana please go and start streaming and mm. stream Animal Crossing to show mm. people how you build because uh, before I was streaming I was actually helping them build their island mm. I was giving I was trying to guide them like mm. oh you can do this Uh, if you knock this down, you knock that down. This is what you can get. Mm, so mm, mm. they were very appreciative of that effort. They said, "Yana, you can help so many, pe- so much more people." Mm, so mm. try to stream. So because of that, I got into streaming. Okay. Yeah. So 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 tell me a little bit about this streaming journey. So you started streaming. So when you stream, right? Mm. So basically, I think explain a little bit like what is streaming. You know what mm. the streaming setup is, and mm. more importantly for everyone out there, <laughs> how can you make money streaming? Can ah? This one really depends on your luck, lah. <laughs> <laughs> your luck and your personality. Uh, that 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 last question, I will leave it for the last one. Uh, what is streaming? Okay. For me, uh, I feel like streaming is a platform where you can leverage on either sharing your skills. Mm-hmm. Or just being a helpful person mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. because those two are the things that I'm like. Those are my views like, when mm. I'm streaming. Mm. Um, of course, there are people who use streaming for like. <laughs> like how do I say this? How yeah. do I say yeah, this? For, for, for other reasons, you <laughs> know, to uh, for, for to link reasons. to their OnlyFans, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> But they definitely make a lot of money. They yeah. definitely oh, yeah, make a lot of money. Definitely, so definitely. good for them, but. Suck for us, but anyways. Uh, yes, this famous one, Anura. Oh, thank God, I don't know her. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I still don't know. <laughs> How I do you? Know. You knew the name. I saw, I saw, I, I, I saw on Facebook. <laughs> but, but yeah. So I'm a, I'm a gamer, mm-hmm. like a pretty hardcore, mm-hmm. like. Uh, 
I play things on my Steam Deck. I do a lot of retro gaming on mm. retro handheld devices. Uh, mm. But recently, I got into Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've I've been playing it for the better part of a few weeks. You know, mm-hmm. for the, oh, saw that not someone never silent the phone. That's me. Okay, <laughs> for for the better part of uh, a few weeks, and mm. yeah, I I enjoy the game very much. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually watch streamers. Mm-hmm. What I do is I just go to YouTube. I'm like. Okay, how do I level up my barbarian? Uh, you know, how do what are the bills for late game barbarian? Uh, uh, so, like, how is that different from someone who's streaming? I would say when a person streams, you get to follow along with the journey rather than you just trying to like Google things up and how do I get to A to B mm-hmm. as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Rather than that, it's more like enjoying the process together with someone else, uh, reaching from point A to B. Okay, so it's uh, it's a journey. You're yeah, you're going to that journey. journey. Yeah. Because I I realize one thing, right? Like, I think when people have more responsibilities in their life, mm-hmm. maybe they got no time to play the games, so yeah. they actually watch a streamer to follow the streamers. Yeah. Okay, now, yeah, now, so now I get it. Sometimes, like a lot of people, you wouldn't believe me. A lot of people who watch my streams, right? Mm. They actually do not play Animal Crossing, but mm. they just like to watch me play it, yeah, I mean, like build stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. Animal Crossing for me. It's not the most interesting thing, you know. I'm a as you it's can see. It's therapeutic. It's actually very chilling. Ah. Uh, so like there are people who want to be there for like, oh, how on create big numbers. Like that's what I get when I'm playing Genshin. Mm. So people are like striving, like, oh, how did you build her? Like I want to build her like this or so. Like oh, I want to build her better. Oh, uh, as in how how did you build the character yeah. with the stats? Yeah. Okay. So okay. there's different people. Like a lot. Of, it depends on what you want to achieve. From watching a streamer, like if you mm. just want to chill, like you're just there for the vibes. Some people don't even play any game, but they're just there for the vibes. Okay, they just want to chill. Yeah, they just want to chill. So sometimes it's just connection. If you just mm. click, you just click. It doesn't matter what you play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So streaming not only like constricts itself to gaming. Mm. I say it just. It's just a way, like it's a whole journey, like mm. just to follow mm. along someone in that journey. Okay, ah. okay, I, 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 ah. I get you, I get you. Mm. Especially if you start that journey with a level one character or mm. someone who's just mm. building something small. Mm. How did they end up building mm. it to that level? Okay, yeah. now, 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 I get it. Mm. It's about following that journey of that yeah. person. So, for you as a streamer, mm. right now we go to the second part, right? So mm. you, you spoke about your journey in streaming, what mm. you stream, uh, why do people follow streamers? Mm. Um, so. You're streaming a Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, Animal yeah. Crossing is yeah. on Switch, mm. and then Genshin, you're playing it on PC. Yes, correct. Right. So, what kind of gear uh, do you use as a streamer? What was the basic gear that you need to have? Okay, so for anything that's like Switch based, you definitely need a dog. <laughs> when you have yeah, a yeah, dog, yeah. when you have a dog, you definitely need a capture card. Yeah, because it'd be weird, right? I'm holding the handheld and then I'm trying to look at talk. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, but there's also people who like when they first started, they actually tried to use their phone camera to uh, capture what you're playing. Yes, yes, so yes. So that's yes, where yes. I started. Okay, also. okay, okay. But quickly, I figured that no, I I move too much. I get excited too fast <laughs> that. Mm. The screen just like it doesn't stay. So I was like, okay, I need to figure out a way to like um, get this on screen without people actually seeing me like pressing the button and stuff like that. Got it, got it, got it. And then, don't ask me how I did it now, but there's a lot of YouTube tutorials. Okay, got back it, got then, it, got it. I didn't have a capture card, mm-hmm. so there's a way where you can use your second laptop or PC mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had an old laptop and I had. My own uh, working laptop, so mm. I use my working laptop for like OBS and stuff like mm, that, mm, and mm. then I use my second laptop, my old laptop. The screen doesn't work, mm. so it's basically just helping. <laughs> it's just helping to uh, become a screen without actually seeing anything to project so that uh, OBS can capture it. Got it, got it. And yeah. and OBS is a software that you use for streaming, yes. right? Okay. I think majority of streamers use OBS. Okay, I would say ninety okay. percent, most likely. Is it- Is it free? Free. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's the most that's important one. It's free. All right. And you can customize it to according to however you want. Mm-hmm. Like you can really add your own style to it. So I think that's the whole reason why ninety percent of people who are streaming use OBS. All right. Yeah. So I started off from that setup. Okay. Wires everywhere. Super messy. <laughs> Now also wires everywhere. Super messy. But that's a me thing, not a setup Streamer thing. thing. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I think just. 
three months into it, mm-hmm. three months are probably actually no, a month, mm-hmm. a month into it, because uh, of the feedback that I kept getting from people, mm-hmm. and people were being very supportive, knowing that you're first time streaming and stuff like that. They were very generous. Mm-hmm. Plus that time it was COVID, everybody mm-hmm. had nothing else better to do but to watch people on stream. <laughs> so that time, that time I was making quite a lot of uh, income. Okay, time. so so how so that's the interesting question. Uh. How do you make money mm. as a streamer? Like, is it through like advertising or how how do you guys make money actually? Uh, some people use, <coughs> sorry, some people use ads. Okay. So in between your streams, they play ads. Okay. So you get okay. money via that way. Okay. But I don't like that because I myself don't like watching. Streamers that have ads yeah, constantly popping up. That's why I pay. That's why I pay for YouTube Premium. I don't same, want the ads. Same, same. <laughs> I was like, cannot. I cannot. And it's the same ad. I'm. I swear, there's so many brands in the world, but for some reason, there's always that two brands. At worst, that one brand that keeps replaying after every single mm. song or video, mm. which I really hate. Which you won't mention the brand, I assume. Yeah, I won't, <laughs> I won't mention. But, uh, but it was so annoying that I understood. From day one, that I'm not going to put ads. Okay. Okay. So at best, it was there's only like because I'm on Twitch, right? So okay. there's only like two options: either you have ads running every half an hour or something like that. Okay. Or you have one ad play mm-hmm. before the person can join your stream because uh, if you are a follower or a, I believe you are a follower, you still see the ad at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you're a newcomer, you see the ad. But mm. if you're a sub, you don't see the ad. Okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. So how we earn money mm. is via people donating the bits oh okay like so that's a that's a currency mm-hmm. that people will like just like fund donate to you okay okay yeah. it's like it's like yeah it's like the facebook stars uh, kind yes, of thing correct. So it's, got it uh, got facebook it. is facebook stars twitch mm. is bits bits uh, okay bits. so that's where i generate most of my income during that two years lah. okay so a okay. lot of people was also uh, subscribing to the channel so that's where also you can earn plus there's a lot of things where you can add plugins and whatnot like people can just directly donate to you if they really like like you and stuff okay, like that okay uh, okay so that's also options of how you can earn lah as a streamer okay so mm. it's either through advertising or mm. through bits that mm. people who like your content mm. donate right mm. This is like for mini size streamers, mm. <laughs> mini size streamers for me, like me. Mm. But if you're a bigger streamer, that's when you earn more because brands will pick you out because brands wants faces. Okay. Yeah. So that's when when brands pick you out of your streams, and then you have to like do like uh, you have to do manual <laughs> ads for them. Mm. Uh, shout outs as what we call it. And mm. then uh, that's how you earn extra income as well as a streamer. Have Have you been picked up by any brands yet? Uh, I have once or twice, but I did turn them down because oh. it wasn't aligned with what I'm sharing with my community. Like, okay, got it. Because yeah, a lot of people, there's there's two kinds of streamers. I believe probably there's more, but mm. there's two kinds that I strongly believe in. One that wants to build their community mm. for whatever reason lah. They want mm. to build their community. The other one is purely just to um, advertise themselves. Got it, got it. One is uh, commercial uh, <laughs> to make the money. Uh, so which, then, so which, which part of the streamer do you fall in? The community building or the one that wants to make the money? I am definitely more on the community got one. It, got it. But I, I will be honest, and this one, my community knows that the reason why I'm building this community is because. I want people to know about my brand more. The absolute Yana brand. The absolute Yana brand. My mm. stationery making and Go, stuff perfect, like that. Perfect. So, I want to take them on the journey to see how from where I started. And if you really like me, you like my products, you like my designs, mm, you mm. can support. Okay. Like it's it's a long term advertisement basically. Got, no, got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. You are building your personal brand, mm, which mm, then mm. you know you you bring people to that journey of mm. you know. Not just your stationaries, maybe moving forward, whatever else that mm. Absolute Yana stands for, right? Yeah. 
Okay, okay. So, so here's the thing when it comes to streaming. Lah. I'm mm. going to talk a sensitive topic. Okay, okay. okay. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Ah. People always say, Allah, people watch the stream because she's a girl playing games. Allah. You know, if the same guy playing the game, the skill 10 times better, no one's going to watch him, you know? So, mm. what, what's what's your comments about it? Because I always see, um, you know, especially girl gamers or female mm, streamers mm, mm, getting mm. this kind of flag. Mm, But mm, I've seen, right? Um, again, because uh, I, I, I play Diablo, 4 right and i've seen some you know girl girl gamers who are level 100 full legendary weaponry you know and i'm like they played the game they know how it works so so what is your comment on that kind of uh, stigma that girl gamers normally have i i will boil it down to the people who are actually watching that streamer in the first place mm. like mm. why are you watching that streamer in the first place mm. like for me my community watches me because they like to see how I design and create stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if the person viewing it basically just wants to see female bodies <laughs> on screen then then they are the problem they are the and these are exactly the people who are actually bringing that stigma out Ah, they are the one that's saying it, it but they are the they one are that's creating it. it. Yeah. Driving it. Yeah. So I would say because like there's a lot of times when I've also seen like girl streamers who really like knock it out of the park in Apex Legends and mm. stuff like that. And mm. I'm like, I can't do what you do. <laughs> so I'm just doing my designing part of stuff. Mm. But people do follow them. Yeah. Like people really so that's why I say it really boils down yeah. to the viewers at the end of the day. That stigma arises from the viewers themselves so I think people need to acknowledge if he or she has game mm. respect the game yeah. they've, if they've got it they've got it right? exactly yeah, it's so just bonus points that they're appealing <laughs> <laughs> okay okay it's just bonus points so that's where you send your beats to yeah. so, so you're talking about building a community mm-hmm. right so I'm assuming like when it comes to the world of streaming there's a lot of engagement that happens between you mm-hmm. and your fans. So mm. bring us to your process of you know how do you build mm. your absolute Yana brand and mm. how do you approach engaging uh, your community and your fans? I actually always put my brand second. Oh okay. Community first. So I always do uh, like they always encourage to do like Oh, Yana, let's do something fun today. So instead of seeing that whether it's going to benefit me or not, mm. I just do it. Because at the end of the day, if the community is not there, then no one's supporting the brand. Yep, so, yep. so like, what's the point, right? Mm. So how I promote the brand is very subtly. I just let the name be there. <laughs> like, f- because for the past uh, two decades now, wait, no, a decade. Sorry, 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 a decade. I'm only 32. So old, la, this one. Two <laughs> decades. Uh, what do you call that? So basically... Uh, since I started blogging when mm. I was in diploma when mm. I started cosplaying mm. all that timeline all mm. crashes in down to one point mm. uh, I actually started the blog with Absolute Yana ah, so that was your personal brand that you've built yeah mm. so mm. ever since then I've been using the name although as you grow older you kind of see that the name may sound vain <laughs> but at the same time it's, it just clicks you know it just clicks because absolute vodka was a thing so like people <laughs> might like you know people might think like oh absolute yana absolute vodka it's like easy to remember uh, uh, because uh. it's very similar to something else okay okay and then uh, fast forward I managed to like now I'm at a point okay when I started sorry, sorry I have to backtrack a bit mm. When I first started, I was definitely putting the brand out there. Mm. Like I had to make sure that the brand is there. Mm. Mm. Because algorithm worked differently back then. Mm. But then now, I'm at the stage where if you if you go and Google Absolute Yana, mm. I'm pretty sure the first three scrolls mm. is all my, anything that's related to me. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Anything related to the brand, to the, my products, to my face, everything. Mm. Mm. So, and the first scroll uh, the screen where the info the website and whatnot mm. it should be all mine it should be lah unless like someone wants to go in Sailang then I don't know lah la. so you've so you've, <laughs> built, so you've built this for about a decade right yeah. and uh, it's not just through your through your blog how you started mm. it's you know through the streaming and through the business as well mm. so now when it comes to streaming right what do you think is the biggest challenge uh, that you've gone through and how did you overcome that challenge I think this one is a constant challenge. Okay. Like there, okay, there okay. are going to be days where you won't see the numbers that you usually see. Mm. 
And then you start to wonder, am I doing something wrong? Ah, the and self-doubt. Yeah, mm. the self-doubt. Because this is exactly what happened three days ago. Mm, okay. okay. Just before the podcast started, I was sharing with Amil how I was like feeling down and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but it was during the stream. Mm. Like, uh, because usually I have, I still have a very uh, average like a small number of people that consistently watch it. Okay, okay. So it averages around 10 people for mm. every stream. Mm. But mm. I think it was just those uh, low moments where people were like busy doing stuff and you know, they're not in there with me. Mm. So it took like half an hour before people came in. So mm. within that half an hour, that's when all the self-doubt actually kicks in. Got it, got it, got it. So that's, I think that part of streaming is mm. hard because mm. it's a constant thing. Because sometimes you see like, wow today I have 30 people watching me that's so great and whatnot. Mm. and then when you come to days where it's like I'm 10 minutes in but there's no one here yet it oh. makes you feel like you question you, yourself yeah you question yourself did something happen like is my timing mm. off like am I doing something not mm. right and then mm. you start mm. to think of whether the technical issues are being a, mm. a problem mm. but it's a whole pile up that you have to like deal with as you stream I don't think there's a solution for it unless mm. you're mm. really like full on like oh I am satisfied with myself as long as I stream I don't care what the numbers are which uh, is a very hard point to reach got it I'm got also it, trying to reach that point but it's mm. very hard to reach mm. 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 so there are these moments that happens mm. to mm. not just you you assume other streamers as well definitely okay Well, I mean, keep your chin up. You know, mm-mm. I think you. I mean, the fact that I think consistent content mm-mm. is important, yes. and making sure that the content is interesting enough. Mm-mm. You know, very true. Because mm-hmm. there's also times where you will feel like because some people they get inspired by you, mm-hmm. and then they will also like want to try streaming and stuff like that. And of course, we we full on. Okay, there's probably a spectrum where some people are like, why? Why are you doing it? Mm. Why are you taking my thunder? And then there's the other spectrum, like me, that is like, you know, go ahead, do try it because you never know if it's your thing, it's your thing. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, if it's your thing, then why not? Try lah. But a lot of people along the way, they've tried it, but mm. there are few people that came back and said, yeah, actually, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like how? It's so tiring because people think like, oh, I'm just playing games. This is when, okay, this one is like a command. This one, this one gossip, tea, tea, tea. Spill the tea, girl. Because <laughs> my mom, uh, uh, when she doesn't know how to explain to people, so she will just say, oh, she's playing games lah. Mm. So I take it slightly on the offensive side because as much as I am playing, but mm. my main duty is to actually entertain the people who are yes. watching me play. Yes, yes. It's not easy to like try to kill a monster and also having great commentary and also like keeping up with whatever other people has to the say. The chats and stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, it, yes. It takes off a lot of your mental energy and mm. for some reason I feel like your your aura also gets like sucked in and even more so if you're invested in your community. Mm, mm. So it's like it's it's very hard to how how do I say this? Yeah, so, so, no, no, so, so, so <laughs> this, this is how I feel like it's it always like it all clashes in yeah. one that feeling. So you uh, always get st- so it's it's <laughs> always that stigma and assumption that you're just playing games when yeah. that's not the case. You know, you I think I think your words is perfect. You're building a community and you're engaging with the community. Mm. I just happen to be playing games. Mm-hmm. I'm playing a content that someone wants to watch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But my main duty is a entertaining these people yes. be building the community yes. and in this case I assume building the absolute Yana brand yes right? yeah. <laughs> okay. I should be yeah. your PR person lah. yes 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 you know? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. free of charge can <laughs> uh, then we talk at the side lah. because, because you, you said something like, like why did I start a podcast and it's the same mm-hmm. thing I was uh, I was watching podcasts I mean mm-hmm. I was listening to podcasts and because mm-hmm. uh, I love basketball I love NBA so there's this mm-hmm. podcast that I watch it's called The Steam Room right mm-hmm. it's by this famous guy called Charles Barkley he's a famous basketball guy right mm-hmm. and I fell in love with the way the content was being done mm. and I was like hey let me try this out right and and mm. here you go and, and here I am <laughs> uh, X number of episodes in right so, so and, and, and I absolutely love uh, you know doing this mm-hmm. so and you're now, doing great job Andrew. oh thank you <laughs> abang bagi satu star <laughs> you know what's the word beats beats, beats. aku bagi beats <laughs> alright so so now let's talk a little bit about the stationary business mm-hmm. yeah yeah so tell me about the absolute Yana stationary business what is it that you do and mm-hmm. how did you get into it? 
Okay, so this one is a bit of a personal uh, journey. Okay, yeah, okay. So it's going to get heavy, guys. So you might need tissues if you are easily affected. Um, so before COVID started, right? Mm. Uh, that year, so COVID started in 2020, correct? Yep. So 2019, uh, July, August, mm. we actually found out that my father had been diagnosed with cancer. Okay. Yeah, so... My father being the breadwinner of the family and mother j- literally just retired. Mm, so mm. he's literally like carrying us all at this point and mm. I'm working. But my sister, because she just gave birth, so she's mm. a housewife at that point. Mm. So uh, I think when that news hit, right, the best part is my father doesn't smoke, my mm. father doesn't mm. drink, doesn't mm. do any of the thing mm. and he got it. Mm. So mm. when that kind of reality sits in it kind of takes a toll on it took a toll on me mm. my mental capacity mostly mm. so mm. i was like always like doubting myself like can i can i i was stressing myself like can i become the daughter that can support my father or not mm. and mm. that weighed a lot of um that came in like a huge bulldozer to my brains like my got heart it, la. got it got it so i think because of all that stress piling up i was working at an event company at that time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think it was the stress from the work stress from this this family reality mm-hmm. and then uh one day there was a one weekend there was a 21st birthday in my event space mm. and then co- coincidentally my cousin brother who came up from Singapore mm. also was celebrating his birthday I already promised his mom that mm. I'm going to come so I was like I'll say I told her I'll come but I'll come late because this party is going to go up to 11 so I mm. only can come after 11 then he's like yeah yeah can 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 sure 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 mm. so I think I was just too tired and on the way to my aunt's house I actually crashed oh no <laughs> yeah I actually crashed car I'm still using the same car but the <laughs> car the car basically saved me because okay. uh, if the car didn't hook its back tire to the big drain mm-hmm. I would have turtled OMG oh, tur- I, I did not know this story dude <laughs> yeah, tur- oh no turtled and go onto the highway okay yeah so I could have not been here <laughs> if mm. my car didn't catch the mm, the drain the drain mm. so when that happened right when I was brought back because my uncle came uh, to pick me up mm. and then when I got back to my uncle's house. My father is the type here. He's very cool. He's very poised mm, in mm, a way. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but he was the first one. Despite being ill, mm. he came running first. Mm, mm, and I mm. could see tears of in course, his eyes. Of course, dude. And I'm like... that At that point, I was like bashing myself. I was thinking like, mm. Yana, what kind of daughter are you? Like creating more stress, stress for, for your dad. Your dad. Yeah. Mm. And like... And that basically put me out of the mental state where I'm able to work I couldn't work it helped already. you with the hustle mm. yeah mm. so that one it helped me to work on my own hustle but Got I it. knew I couldn't function for other people mm. like mm. I was not mm. in that mental capacity to manage my team because that time I was uh, doing the events the event thing. the mm. manager mm. I was a manager for the small company mm. so we were still like it was only five of us mm. <laughs> two bosses one me and two more downlines that's <laughs> it uh. so just to manage those two people so I mm. was struggling because mm. My brain was not there. Okay, my brain it. and my heart wasn't there. Mm, mm. So I actually, I was very thankful that I got to speak one on one, actually one to two, mm. to my board bosses at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told them that uh, I really cannot and I don't want to bring the company down either because mm. events are meant to celebrate other people's things mm. and I don't want me who cannot even celebrate her life to like, you know, bring be it doing down. this. Mm. Uh, so then after that, they let me off and mm. then I told myself I'm going to take a month off and mm. this time my father doesn't know anything mm. my mom and my sister knew but mm. not my father and mm. then after that uh, I told myself like after a one month break I was like okay Liana maybe try to do your own thing mm. because you like arts you like stationery just combine and do something mm. so I tried I tried for that two years when COVID hit mm. That's when also I was actively streaming and I was actively trying to design stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but it was very difficult like even streaming was not consistent because mm. there was a lot of trips everybody else had a lockdown but mm. i had to drive every single day <laughs> to the hospital because of my father's yeah, appointment yeah, yeah. Mm. so i couldn't relate to people who was constantly saying i'm stuck at home i'm like no i'm not stuck at home i'm constantly <laughs> driving mm. but you know uh it was a lot of downs rather than ups got it got it during that whole two years so mm. it was very hard to pick up momentum for my uh business mm. so mm. last year i was like yana you got to stop this you mm. really have to push yourself because mm. Mm. even your own life savings is, is just like just draining and not earning anything mm. Mm. and like i'm already married like like how how is this going to play if i don't push myself if i'm constantly just beating up myself and mm. like mm. yana you you know you could have done this as a daughter father's not here already it's not going to help mm. like pondering mm. on the what could happen Got if you it. did it better this way that way it's mm. like it doesn't matter mm. so i had to find that thing to kick myself in my own butt mm. to actually like make the to do the push okay. to basically to push through and then last year uh in november or october was when i started to really like go all prep, out uh, mm. to go all out prep and what not mm. because to 2022 beginning of 2022 mm. was when the two floods hit us correct yes yes yeah. yes this one amel knows yeah so <laughs> so, so uh, at one point in time uh, i was a small flood victim <laughs> but yana on the other hand <laughs> suffered a flood twice twice, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is it was really demotivating because yeah, i can imagine yes before that first flood happened mm. i just came up with my because we were celebrating our one year of anniversary of streaming mm. so i just came up with a whole collection like sticker memo pads and sticker sheets okay okay uh for the community so like mm. whoever that wanted to buy can buy those mm, kind of mm, stuff mm, you know mm, mm. so i had like one box mm. of course like you have to be budget a bit like right <laughs> so i just have one box filled with a lot of stuff and i, I also bought uh like notebooks so that i can like uh draw on the covers mm-hmm. and also sell those mm-hmm. so it's like basically you're getting a book but with my art mm-hmm. kind of thing and when the flood hit it wiped out all <sighs> and i just spent that little budget that i had to actually produce that mm-hmm. so it took one whole month to clean the house so i couldn't mm-hmm. even focus on the streaming no streaming no branding no nothing mm, for that mm. one whole month it was just purely just cleaning 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 the house because you think you cleaned up everything and then when you go to one one room you open <laughs> all your drawers is a whole different story <laughs> and that lasted for one month mm. after that one month of clean up mm. it didn't even reach a week we mm. were hit by the second flood yeah. like i cleaned we finished cleaning the house on a sat uh sorry friday evening mm. that monday morning mm. right on monday 3 o'clock flood came again and this time it wasn't the the items that i have made it was the items that i used to make stuff <laughs> so my printers oh man <laughs> my printers my laminators all out <laughs> I mean, when you when you hear this story right it's just so so sedih you know i mean I mean, <laughs> to kena, to get the flood once right and after cleaning up to get it again it's like wow you know at that point it was more frustration on the cleaning part mm. because mm. it was just so taxing to actually go and clean yeah i can i i can imagine <laughs> you know so so it was really like more of a down rather than up and down mm. <laughs> kind of vibe mm. i would say the only thing that was the up vibe was actually getting married <laughs> Hey, to look. be honest, <laughs> hey, thanks for marrying her. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, because just before that was when my father passed away. Yeah, I remember. So, uh, uh, he only managed to battle it for one year. Then mm. after, with his age and the chemo, mm. the third session of the chemo was just too much for his body mm. already. Mm. Mm. So, even after that, I told my, my now husband that uh, we at least. Let it go for one year first because I know I'm not mentally or even my heart is not ready to like just go into the next chapter in life. Mm, mm. So he waited out, and then ngam ngam itu flood come and hit, <laughs> and then I was like, oh. and then in between all of this cleaning up, I had to go and like prep for doing the wedding stuff, had yeah, to get yeah, the documents yeah. and whatnot. It's like 
even though it was frustrating getting the documents part ready mm. but the wedding part was the one that when it was official i felt very supported yeah yeah your because family was there your friends were there yeah because yeah. i had nothing with me but mm. yet he's still like mm. it's okay i'm still marrying you <laughs> so i was like Okay, good, good choice. <laughs> I swipe on the right person then. Hey, hey, this is a swipe story lah. Yeah, it's a swipe story. Okay, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, just hearing that story, right? I mean, just to see how you manage to realize that, hey, I got to get out of my funk. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to just like, you know, go out there and start mm. building the brand. Mm. And then just when you started, the flood came. Right and and again and again and, and and it just I would assume that would be devastating for you, but how yeah. did you rise after that? I think it's probably because something that both my parents have instilled in us. No mm-hmm. matter how bad things go, just mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that part of me is like I don't even more so I don't want to fail my parents. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether they are still alive or they are not alive. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Create that disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I think you're raised right, lah. Because end of the mm. day, is the same thing here. I think mm. as 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 a son, you mm. know, as a child, that's the one thing you don't want to do uh, mm. is to disappoint mm. your parents, mm. you know. And and yeah, I think that's I think you put it perfectly. So on on to the stationary part of it, right? Mm. So so here you are, you know, <laughs> you know, rising from the ashes like a phoenix, <laughs> lah. You know, after two floods, right? After going going through the the, the difficulty of your dad mm-hmm. as well, right? Here you are rising again mm. and building this stationary empire, <laughs> uh, empire, you. Know? All right, so so tell us a little bit about the business. Like you mm. know, what are the products that you are selling? Mm. You know, and uh, how do you go about the process of like designing your products? Okay, so in terms of the products that I sell, I sell products based on a system that I have come to like. Mm. Which is bullet journaling. Okay, what's what's bullet journaling? So bullet journaling is basically a combination of your diary plus planner, but it's mm. customized to you. Ah. Ah. Uh, so whatever that you do in there is catered to your lifestyle. Mm. There's no like, uh oh this uh it's no there's no like specific. <laughs> I was told not to hit the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, what do you call that? Uh, there's no like guideline mm. of like oh. It must be this, this, this for this day. Mm. You really cater it because not everybody is the same. Like you and me, probably have a totally different schedule. Mm-hmm. So that system uh, leverages on that kind of lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, okay. that kind of difference, I would say. Mm. Mm. So mm. I try. I was doing it since 2020, but then uh, things because of all the hectic hecticness, mm. I couldn't commit to it anymore because it's a commitment. You have to cater. Basically, you have to cater a portion of your day to actually set up how you want your month to be yes 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 yeah. yes yes so that takes a lot of time and mm. because of all the chaos that was happening i could not do it anymore so i was telling myself yana you need instant bullet journaling like mm. how people need instant ramen in their life <laughs> so i was like why don't you make because mm. you can design why don't you make mm. instant bullet journaling a thing mm. so that's how i uh, decided to that's how i got the uh, second kickstart Mm, to mm. work on my stationary line so mm, i create mm. um um memo pads or notepads mm, mm-hmm. and then i create bookmarks and then for side accessories for people who like to collect stationaries right they love to collect side accessories so there's what are side accessories keychains like things that you don't really like <laughs> need to use for stationary purposes <laughs> <laughs> so like even bookmarks like how many books do you have that you can actually collect a whole collection of bookmarks right <laughs> but but there are some people who really have like a whole collection of books and they do read everything i don't know how they organize their brains but they do do it <laughs> and they need a lot of bookmarks so mm. there's bookmarks keychains like uh, paper clips those kind of stuff so that's The thing either okay, so I that's craft, the products that you craft. Yeah, either mm. I craft or I design and print them out. Yeah. Okay, so 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 bring us through the designing process. Mm. Like you know how how do you come up with a theme? Because I realized when I mm. when, when I went to the sites, mm. you've got like series. Ah yes yes, yes yes. So so how do you come up with those? So I think the first uh, first way to answer this is that uh, probably should introduce you to Nana Bees. Mm. Nana Bees is best basically mm. a name a brand name that I came up with combining my name. Mm. And also my community's name. Mm-hmm. So my community is called Boopies mm. because we boop each other's nose, mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
I'm a cat person lah Okay what, 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 what do you say Just not the cat The sinner Sinner what Uh, Small cat How you say this Poonagati Poonagati So um, I'm living up to my name lah, Basically <laughs> And then So boobies uh, Plus together with Yana But mm. A lot of people call me Nana As mm. well mm. So that's where the Nana bees come from mm. So Nana bees is actually based off uh, My love for Japanese kind of Culture thing Okay Okay, yeah. okay. So Because uh, I actually I believe when I was growing up We went to Bonodori once when mm. I was really young, and mm. I remember seeing a kokeshi doll mm. in one of the stalls. And What's a kokeshi doll? Kokeshi doll is like a wooden doll, mm. a wooden Japanese doll that usually they have like the some would say the the helmet hairstyle, okay. the helmet hairstyle, oh, oh, okay, okay, uh, okay, okay, the okay. helmet hairstyle, and then with the kimono. Ah, uh, and then with the kimono. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And uh, so the, those are kokeshi dolls, and I really like how it looks like. Mm. So I, uh, when I was thinking like, how can I make something that would represent me and like my style kind of thing, mm. that's when I actually had a dream that my father approved mm. the dream, <laughs> oh, <laughs> approved the idea because okay, okay. I was having this conversation with my community on stream. Mm. Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And then, uh, as I was explaining to them and having a discussion with them, I got the idea of making you know those collection dolls, mm-hmm. the pop, uh, the pop mart, the skull panda kind of. Okay. The skull panda kind of collection. Yes, yes, so yes. So I like to collect those kind of stuff. And I was like, mm. yeah, no, you can actually do one, but something that represents you. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to like uh, design stuff like the most basic design lah to see how they will look like lah. Community loved it. Mm. I was still doubting myself and then that night my father came into my dream. I mm. don't know whether it's psychological thing or <laughs> But I'm going to take it and my father gave, gave the green the green light uh. the stamp the chop of approval. Mm. <laughs> uh, he was happy to hear the idea in my dream. Mm. Like he was smiling brightly. I said, okay, I think this is the way. So the next morning I got up and I was like, okay, time time to create cra- uh, character designs then. Uh. Uh, so that's how Nana Beast came about. And nowadays I try to incorporate Nana Beast in most of my stationery. So mm. when it comes to idea churning, I try to follow the trend, but I also try to st- uh, stand at the general point of view where whereby people love like Japanese stuff. Yep. They love cats, they love dogs, they love bunnies. So I try to make things like cute, but also very generic where everyone can like yeah. the so things not, that I do. It's not very specific to a particular yeah, it's culture. Not, yeah, it's not like locked down to one culture. So it's very, so I like it very mystical. You know, father came into your dreams yeah. and told you, this is a good idea. None of these, you continue. <laughs> so it's very much uh, Japanese culture with mm, a bit of mm. uh, animal cuteness mm, into mm, it as well, yes. right? And 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 I like that you know you you got into this uh, stationery business because you realize that you're a little bit messy and you need that bullet yes, journalism to yes. organize your life <laughs> and you're like if I need something like that yes. I'm sure other people are yes. like that as well right like a ha- if not a lot of people a handful of people definitely need it so why not right, so how do you approach marketing uh, and selling your products uh I would say I'm. <laughs> I'm probably not the best person for this, but uh, I do all my branding and marketing on Instagram and on my Twitch. Okay. So okay. I, how I do it is by word of mouth. Mm. So I always like I try to get people involved in the process mm-hmm. of when I'm doing something, and I consider that as marketing. Ah, yeah. got it, got it. So you yeah. you co-create a little bit mm, with mm, with your community. People, yes. No, that's, that, no, that's beautiful because end of the day, again. In whatever you do, right? Mm. I really like co-creation because the other person also feels like they have a stake in it. They, yes. That there is a little bit of ownership yeah. on their side. Mm. Just to close it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to anyone out there mm. who either wants to start their own, you know, stream mm-hmm. on Twitch? What advice would you give them? And what advice would you give someone who also might want to start their own business or you know, a stationary business? Mm. What advice would you give? Uh, for both, the initial thing is where uh, find your why. Find oh. your why first. If you know why you're doing something that you want to do, mm. if it's strong enough, it will push you. It will pull you through. It's not going to push you. You have to push yourself, mm. but it will pull you through if your mm. why is strong. Mm. So whether it be streaming or you want to start your own um, business, business, mm. 
I would say find your why first. Like for you, I would think like you were talking about the streaming, your why would be building that community mm, which mm, then mm. leads to building your brand. Mm, mm, and mm. I think for your business, your find your why was you just wanted to get out of that funk. You know, mm, you just wanted mm. to if I can use the word, I just want to grow up and do something and yes. be something on myself. I'm assuming yes. that was your why, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if anyone can find their why and mm. can work on it, mm-hmm. you have to put time to work oh, on course, it. Of course, of course. Because a lot of people like either you're studying or either you're you have a day job, mm. you are going to struggle. You are going to struggle to juggle it. Mm. You're going to find it hard to be there for your family be there for your friends be there for your work be there for your whoever else that you need to be there for (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're going to find it hard so I would say you can sacrifice Mm. but I wouldn't say you should sacrifice Mm, mm, Uh, mm. pick and choose what you can Mm. sacrifice because the things that you're sacrificing most likely either it was meant to be yours like you know some friends like you get busy with your own hustle they're like hey why are you doing this ah Like you never hang out with us and then it's so demotivating mm, so mm. that this is where I'm saying like if it's meant to be mm, mm. with you it will only seem like a sacrifice for that period of time mm. they will still be there yeah, yeah yeah. but if they are not meant to be with you then and so be they are sacrificed yeah not you <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I, I get it I get it you mm-hmm. know and it's all about like what you said you got to put in the effort you got to put in mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and and yeah You know, if if people can't take that part of your life, then maybe mm. they shouldn't be in your life in yeah. the first place. All right. I mean, I mean, Yana, it's been a real pleasure. I think <laughs> I think today we learned a little bit about you know how you grew up. We mm. learned a little bit about how you got. Actually, there's a lot of things we covered today. <laughs> we spoke about the whole cosplay thing. We spoke about the modeling thing, and then how you ended up as a streamer. Mm. Uh, you know. Uh, how you're building your community how mm. you're building your brand we also heard a little bit of an inspiring story about how you went through um, you know what you did with your dad's sickness mm. two floods I mean a survivor <laughs> of two floods and you yet you managed to put your chin up you built mm. your business and here you are today mm. you know not just as a streamer building your brand of stationaries absolute Yana mm. it was a real pleasure to speak to you Thank today you so, much. so um, yeah, before we sign off <laughs> uh, how can the listeners and viewers out there if they want to contact you watch your streams or support your stationary business how can they uh, keep in contact with you I would say Google Absolute Yana <laughs> that's the best you know the best I, I will put I will put all the tags later but just Google Absolute Yana <laughs> but I would say the main places that you can actually find me is these three places so mm. if you want to join me with my streaming mm. you can f- uh, follow me on Twitch goes by the name Absolute Yana and then if you want to be Uh, constantly updated with my lifestyle and stuff like that I'm on Instagram also Absolute Yana <laughs> and then if you ever want to support the business or you want to buy or just get to know the brand and the products that I have you can go to www.absoluteyana.com <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. And uh, to everyone out there, uh, here's another episode of uh, Find the Real, where I believe everyone has a story. Uh, And thank you for watching and listening. Until the next episode, peace.